I think we've stumbled upon a little theme here for our podcast these days, and that is the power of encouragement. I'm John Fuller with our Vice President of Parenting, Dr. Danny Huerta. And Danny, um, does anybody come to mind when you think of somebody who speaks life really well into their kids or their grandkids? I've seen several different people do this well, and I, I'm thinking right now my father-in-law. He's done that well with our uh, with our kids, where he has sent texts to them, uh, encouraging them with some words, some quick words, uh, maybe a joke or a quote, and it's their special thing. And I've seen him also at times give some uh, very thought-out words to uh, both our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not frequent. But when they come out, they're, they're very life-giving to, to the kids. So that's one, one place I've seen it, and I've seen other grandparents be creative mm-hmm. in the way that they bring life to their grandkids and their kids. I, I remember seeing one, one dad go next to his son, who is now a dad, and wrap his arm around him and say, son, you're doing a great job as mm-hmm. a dad. Keep up the good work. Yeah. That, those words can be fueling to yes. your son. Well, I, I so appreciate that. And let's go ahead and just continue that theme as we hear now from Chris Howard and Shelley Tomlinson. They discussed how your kids and grandkids want to connect with you and offered some ways you can do that and encourage them, especially when they're facing a, a hard time. I told a story in the book, and I think it's so good for this part of this conversation, that I developed this little game. It's a silly little game with one of my grandchildren when she was riding in the back seat. And she was that age where they ask questions constantly that have no importance whatsoever. You know, why, they Grandma? Ask, why? Why, Grandma? Why, why, why? Why is the grass <laughs> green? I had an epiphany one day, and I realized that Emerson didn't really care why the grass was green what she wanted Uh, was the conversation oh man that's what was coming and when i realized that this game developed accidentally where she would say why is the grass green and i would answer in a nonsensical way i'd say because elephants are gray and it took her a little while to to catch it and she would go okay but Keggy, that's my grandmother now, yeah, Keggy, why are elephants gray? And I would say, because the sky has clouds. And she'd go, oh, why does the sky have clouds? And I would say, because the trees are straight out of the ground. <laughs> and we could talk for hours. And her parents would listen, and they were like, that, that is the craziest thing. But Emerson loved it. And so what she yeah. was loving was the conversation. She was connecting. She was yeah. wanting to have a conversation. Yeah, that's so me. fun. Yeah. You know, um, Tough times are part of life. I mean, we are on the mountaintop sometimes, and sometimes we're in the valleys. And in the book, you mentioned that. Um, What are some ways we can teach our grandkids, not being their parents, obviously, but from the grandparent perspective, to build resiliency, you know, to toughen up so when those big blows come in life, you can manage them, whether they're 8 or 18 or 28, whatever it's going to be. So I think the specific question is, how do grandparents play a role in toughening up the kids? I think a grandparent's role is different. You're not always privy to everything that's going on in their life because you're the grandparent. You're not living in the home with them. You're not seeing all of it. Mm -hmm. And so for a grandparent, I, I think you always have to be mindful of that and keep the conversation like I to ask mine I check on them I say how is school going know how school really going or friends in your mm-hmm. life you know tr- that kind of thing and then just being super encouraging uh 
in the best way. I think I say another thing about grandparents are we're the best cheerleaders because sometimes yeah. it's up to mom and dad to kind of say the tougher things and up to grandparents to cheer them on and give them that um, that encouragement even when mom and dad have had to say, you know what, that was a tough game. You didn't actually play your best. Yeah. Grandma can come in and give the biggest hug and here's a bag of Cheetos and some water and you did great, <laughs> buddy. I love you. So it does change a little bit. I mean, we want, we talk this all the time when we do shows on building resilient children. We think we have a responsibility even with the grandkids too to help them see that. One way well. that I have found to build that type of resilience is to really give my grandchildren a bigger picture because many times they look at us and, and grandma looks like she didn't ever have these problems and their parents parents didn't have these problems but if they're involved in something that I can say to Grant you know I remember when your uncle Philip was this age and he was playing ball and sometimes he would have a game like this whenever nothing went right and if you can liken that to the the adults around them that they they have not considered this yet you know and this is how uncle Philip would do it he would just decide so you're not exactly now telling them what to do but you're modeling for them when Aunt Jessica had this problem or when your mom had this problem, she did this, right, or we alone. did this. Right. And right. they begin to see how they weathered the storm, and that helps them build resilience. Yeah, which is good. I think what grandparents can do to augment what the parents are doing there to build that resiliency is really critical. So uh, I will observe something. There's somebody in my life that doesn't really accept my encouraging words. I, I don't know what that's about. I need to kind of think that through with them, but talk uh, Danny, to the grandparent who's like, well, I'm doing what you guys are talking about, and it's not, it's not working. <laughs> my, so my grandchild won't accept it. So what do you do then? Yeah, my question is, how do you know that they're not receiving it? Maybe they're acting as if. Maybe it's something deeper that's happened there, and they're wanting you to think that those words are not penetrating, or they're struggling with other emotional issues that are preventing them from showing that your words are making a difference. Just know words are powerful. And just be consistent and persistent with the words you bring and genuine. That authenticity, words out of love, just continue to pour those in and know that they're penetrating. And over time, you will most likely hear that child say, I remember when Mm, you kept saying those words and I wasn't receiving those. They recognize that. And and the caveat here, of course, is that we're keeping this um, joined at the hip, if you will, with encouragement, not... Oh, yeah, let me tell you how to improve on the ball field or, (laughs) you know, at school. It's not tips for better life. It's encouragement and uh, really just coming alongside and being a source of life, as you say. Yeah, like, hey, I love your smile or you you, you really – I love the way you write, you know. You you write with creativity and the child may say, no, no, or may ignore you altogether. The fact is they're hearing that, they're listening to it. Build some truths into your children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not listening, they are hearing, and it'll penetrate their heart. Yeah, that's good. And we have the free download of the entire conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Chris and Shelley, and uh, the link is in the show notes. They wrote a terrific book. It's called Rocking It Grand, 18 Ways to Be a Game-Changing Grandma, which uh, has a lot of great insights, and uh, it's available to you today when you support the ministry of Focus on the Family. Come alongside us, encourage us as a ministry with a donation of any amount, 
and uh, we'll send that book to you. The link and further details are in the show notes. Next time, Dr. Kevin Lehman will be here sharing ways that you can handle conflict with your kids. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. In Adventures in Odyssey's 73rd album, 28 Hours, Odyssey's favorite son is missing. Jason? Jason? And lives are at stake. If we move him, he dies. And if you stay here, you all die. Above all else, everyone wants to know... What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's a jam-packed 28 hours in album 73 of Adventures in Odyssey. Available now on the club and download. Coming soon to CD. Learn more at adventuresinodyssey.com.